0: Welcome to Divine Throughline. I'm Ma Ananda Srimati, sometimes known as Julie Pyatt, and I'm here to share with you musings and perspectives on what it really, truly means to live a life divine. Thank you so much for joining me. Hey guys, cosmic family, beloved earthling tribe, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining me on my podcast, Divine Throughline. It means so much to me to be able to share via this medium. Such an incredible force for good, uh, sort of a version of free radio. And it's been an immense blessing to be able to communicate, share, connect via this medium. So thank you to everybody who's been joining me here. And welcome to everyone new who's uh, just found the podcast recently. I want to take a minute and I want to thank my Patreon tribe for being so dedicated to me and every month donating uh, to support my work and my message and to make uh, sharing my perspective a little easier and a little lighter and brighter. So thank you so very much. Um, I actually have a surprise for you guys. I'm going to be um, announcing a giveaway on Patreon, so stay tuned. I actually am giving away a Vitamix to you guys. So everyone who is a monthly subscriber, um, I will be sending you out a dedicated uh, email and announcing the details. I want to let you know that unfortunately I can't send it overseas, and anyway, if I did, I think it's the wrong voltage, which is an issue. So it is going to be limited to us voltage. And, um, I don't know, I think I can ship to Hawaii. I think it just might be a slow boat. So anyway, we'll figure that out. But if you're in the U S and if you, uh, if you are interested in being a part of the drawing, then let me know. Um, it's pretty good odds. Cause it's just, I think under 40 people. So anyway, happy to share with you guys. So thank you so much for being a part of the growth of my show and supporting me. I love you. Thank you so much. So I've been promising you guys a healing technique for uh, sexuality. Um, It's kind of this episode is sexual healing 2.0. And in the months and weeks since we first started talking about this campaign of Me Too, uh, it just keeps getting more and more interesting. Uh, the amount of incidents and truths coming forward, people sharing their tw- their truth, their their experiences, and this is a very good thing. Um, I feel like we've waited thousands of years for this just truth of experience to come out, and for us all to have the opportunity to honor each other as divine beings and to stop participating in this predatory uh, energy that has been a dance between men and women for many, 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 many years. I am um, uh, very interested in a way. Uh, I'm excited. I think it's a beautiful moment of opportunity for companies, organizations, individuals to really step into honoring the women in their lives. Uh, Women are the nurturers, the creative forces, the brains, the gut, the courage, uh, the um, masterminds, really, the visionaries behind so much of what happens on this planet. And it makes me excited to think of women being promoted into uh, more positions of leadership uh, this is something that I think will greatly be- benefit the planet and will benefit all of us uh, because women, in by nature, we are nurturers, we are mothers, we are healers, we are peacemakers, and we are also fierce and courageous and strong, and we will protect what needs to be protected. So for all of this, I'm extremely grateful, and for... Um, a lot of the the collapse and the dismantling of my fellow brothers, uh, men or males, uh, who are going through this and being called out. I also have immense compassion. Um, I have a lot of love, a lot of respect, and I again I don't feel like the answer to our issues um, is is to inflict further violence upon other people, Um, everyone is responsible for their actions, nobody gets away with anything, you cannot hide from yourself, you cannot hide from the universe and every single thing that you engage in, that you offer, that that you express will be answered in kind in some moment in time, even if it's not this lifetime. So, I feel that our focus is better directed at the rehabilitation, the reforming, the reframing of how men and women, masculine and feminine energies interact, and what is uh, a behavior of a divine love. Uh, you know, I don't think we have that many examples. So, if you are like me, which many of you are a lot younger than I am, but In my, you know, if you're my age, if you're in your fifties, chances are you were you were sexually harassed. (laughs) Like it's in the workplace. I mean, it's it was rampant and still is today, of course. Uh, So, I guess my viewpoint is: what can we do to uplift? To yes, be honest. We have to speak the truth. We have to call out what is. And we have to look to higher ways of expressing ourselves. Um, I think that there uh, probably likely are many men that are very, um, that are having a review of their own experiences, of their own behaviors, uh, where they have been in positions where maybe they aren't sure if they cross the line. Um, I think there are many different levels on the spectrum of how uh, these sexual energies interact with each other. And I also, as I said in my last podcast, you know as a woman who played into these scenarios of being the seductress, of being you know of seducing a man, um, I have played that role. And so I have to take responsibility for my part in the play, my part in the hum- human play. Uh, Not to say that I ever inflicted violence on anyone. I never have. I've never forced anyone to have sex with me. I've never groped anyone. I've never grabbed anyone. Um, This is uh, something that is, I think, more characteristic of a male frequency that is out of balance. And that frequency has been, you know, has had their hands on the control knobs of a lot of money, a lot of power, a lot of industry for many, many, many years. And so, again, um, our healing is by looking within ourselves, is by taking responsibility for ourselves, and in that we become co-creators of our experience instead of victims. Um, So I hope that was clearly expressed and that um, you can feel the complexity of the issue. Uh, You know, again, the answer isn't to... Um, you know, isn't through violence. The, the answer is to look within ourselves and ask ourselves these really hard questions. And some of these are very hard questions. Like for instance, if you're a woman, have you ever betrayed a woman for the promised love of a man? I would ask us that question. Um, I had an idea once in my early twenties and I thought, I had this movie idea and I thought that this human story would be very compelling, would be five friends, five girls who were best friends who started out and they were inseparable. They were committed to each other and loyal and dedicated and had a very deep friendship. And the way that this movie script unfolded in my awareness was that these women would all grow up to betray each other for the promise of love, power, money. And I shared this concept with somebody and they said, oh, you know, that's so grim. What a, what a negative perspective. And at the time I said, no, it's just actually true uh, because we as women, in my experience, have not been raised in a very loving, supportive way of other women. Uh, we've had this implant from the Disney stories of the old women being the evil ones. And we've been programmed to believe that once we are beyond child childbearing years, that we will be discarded like an old shoe and replaced with a younger, fresher version. And this has created a lot of distrust and a lot of jealousy and manipulation and deceit between women. And, um, This has been basically because we've been in illusion and we've been under the illusion that our survival, our source, our existence is because of the ability to couple with a man, to... Uh, get a man, keep a man, you know, all those kind of programmings that, you know, I was raised with, you know, are you sexy enough? Can you keep it going? Can you keep the fire going in the bedroom long enough? You know, will you be good enough? And then the other thing that I found fascinating was why is it in our culture when uh, a man does trade up for a younger version or trade in for the illusion of a younger version? It's almost as if the blame goes to the woman, <laughs> goes to the because she was uh, old, or I used to hear this saying, "Oh, she let herself go. She let herself go," and so then he chose a younger version. These are all very, very violent truths uh, that we have the opportunity to rewrite in this moment. And one of the reasons that I'm speaking out about this is because I am a woman beyond my childbearing years, and. I am more creative, more connected, more alive, more prolific, more powerful than I have ever been. And I didn't know this until a couple years ago, but my uh, beloved Swami Vidya Dishananda uh, told me that in the Vedas, it states that when a woman is beyond chi- childbearing years is when she is the most prolific, the most creative, the most powerful. And I had to stop and pause and think, wow, I have been, my culture has taught me the opposite of this truth. So as we move into embodying our, our power, you know in in the in the later years after we have done so much i've worked with so many clients that are new mothers and oh my goodness as mothers we give so much it's such a never ending job that is so magnificent and so all encompassing and it requires levels of energy from us that Um, you know, like they say, if men, if men had to have babies, there would be no babies because they, their, their temperament, the way that they're made. And I'm making a generalization. I know there's some super, you know, dads that are amazing mothers that are feminine, femininely, um, activated, which this is beautiful, but for the most part in my experience, Uh, it's the women, you know, we're the ones that are doing 29 things at once. We're also cheerleading our husbands, you know, to go be the best that they are while we're also taking care of tons of kids and handling everybody's emotions and nurturing and cooking and giving and giving. It's really uh, quite a task and, and, and quite a lot of output. And so, to, uh, to really understand that at the later years in life, after you have, you know, done that amazing service and amazing blessing. I mean, still, I was telling somebody the other day, the greatest treasure of my life to be a mother. Are you kidding me? It was, I've been blessed a million times over. I've been pushed to the edges of my ability (laughs) as well. But you know, late actually recently, Mathis. I don't know if you, if you guys uh, follow my Instagram feed. I have a photo that I posted of Mathis with her dad, with Rich, and they were at the charity water gala in at the Met in New York, and it was it's just a triumph. It's a it's a flat out triumph of mine to see that girl so radiant and gorgeous and there and standing in her power, almost as tall as her father. And, uh, you know, I know what, you know, what went into that relationship on a day by day by day by day basis. And if you guys listen back to the podcast, you know, you, you have a little window into, you know, the power that is Mathis and how much energy she came in with. And she was, you know, seriously a Rubik's Cube. I had to completely throw out everything that I knew about being a parent. And she has transformed me more than any human being that I have ever had a relationship with to this day. And for me to see her standing there well, and in her, just in herself, uh, it just was a magnificent moment. And I will receive that triumph. I receive that energy of that nourishment and nurturing that it took to stand space for her so that she could be unharmed and feeling herself and, and really be true and authentic. So, you know, that was really, really amazing. And... Now we come to uh, this moment where we have an opportunity to start to tap into what it is that's in our hearts. Like what is it really purely that's in your heart that is before you're considering what somebody else needs, you know, even this whole consideration of other people outside of ourselves. Uh, What about taking that energy back into the heart and really cultivating? And so this is the basis of my workshop that I'm teaching um, this year and also through 2018 called Beloved. And it's this exploration of developing this very deep, intimate, um, just beloved relationship with your own self from a place of magnificence as if you were the most precious child uh, that you have ever given birth to. What if, what if your heart's dreams, desires, blueprints, energies, talents, abilities, were um, were cared for in that way, were nurtured in that way, were regarded in that way? Uh, it's it's gonna breed. It's going to birth a divine and miraculous experience. There's no way that it couldn't. And so I feel extremely blessed to be in a body now, to be at this point in time on planet earth where I have the opportunity to focus my work inside and to offer programs and practices and tools and assistance and perspectives, like I'm offering to you guys right now, on how you can do that with you. Because as you guys know, I really believe that all humans are divine and I believe that we were all created for a very specific purpose And that if we really spend our lives getting to know what is in our hearts at a very pure level, we will be blessed with miraculous quantum solutions to every challenge that we have. And we will have a life that is beautiful beyond measure. And we we will lift this vibration of this madness that is happening on this planet. And so this beloved of you this is what i'm this is where i'm drawing all of this to so if you were violated if you suffered sexual abuse if you had violence any violence in your lineage or your your family line any of it, um, let's identify it, let's be honest about it and let's claim it as our own and let's uh, rescind and release any participation in that energy, let's remove it from our energy field And let's uh, recommit to our own divine purpose and know that we are powerful creators, we are universal creators, and that we came here to fulfill ourselves. And so there is no room for any of that energy anymore. And let us find ourselves so that we can access a compassion and love that extends to all of humanity Everyone who has lived on planet Earth has participated in many of the dark collective trends, energies, experiences that happen. It is part of what life is. And our answer, our freedom, isn't in uh, condemning another. Uh, Like I said, the truth needs to be told. It needs to be turned. I feel like we're turning the soil. We're turning the soil and we're making getting rid of the weeds. We're calling the weeds out for what they are and we're making space for new seeds to sprout, you know, true non-GMO seeds. (laughs) So, you know, this is really the focus and this is what I wanted to offer with a sexual healing. Um, I, uh, I wanted you to know that I took the past couple weeks and I did a kind of stay sadhana where I didn't go away because I still needed to be here for my children, but I cleared my calendar and I went into a very deep practice of getting up at four in the morning and uh, really nourishing myself with different yogic practices of like abhyanga, hot oil massages, um, definitely longer tea practices, sitting in meditation for longer um, times, and then also I embarked on this self-care with a friend of mine named Sadie Adams, and I've sent out a piece about her in my newsletter this week, but. Sadie is an amazing healer. She's a, a skin esthetician and practitioner of healing modalities for the body. She's worked for years with Dr. Ludd, which is really incredible because now I have two close friends that worked with Dr. Ludd, who is the you know world renowned Ayurvedic physician who has his institute in New Mexico. If anyone ever calls me with you know very extreme health conditions, I always recommend that they reach out to the Ayurvedic institute. Um, these modalities are what healed me of my cyst in my neck many years ago. It was my first real connection to the body as temple and to food as healing our imbalances. So I spent about. I don't know, eight days of of really nourishing myself, eating, uh, balancing foods and nourishing foods and uh, saying no to social um, invitations, making sure I was in bed very, very early and I am feeling amazing. And in addition to this, I did a series of skincare treatments with Sadie Adams. Sadie is working with microcurrent technology and some other practices, which are all designed to rejuvenate uh, the skin and repattern the muscles. She also does a lot of work with TMJ. So part of this whole experience for me is I've made a commitment to go into my migraines or my very severe headaches. Uh, As an artist, I'm I'm going to be documenting them and exploring them and really, uh, instead of denying them and acting like they don't exist, which I did for a while as a technique to survive, I've decided to go very deeply into them. So I'm looking at my body as a living organism. I'm having conversations with my organs. I am Uh, going into a level of self-care that I don't think I have ever experienced. And Sadie is an amazing resource for this. Uh, So there's going to be a lot more to come with Sadie. I'm working with her on some collaborations for 2018, but I didn't want to wait until 2018 to introduce you to her. She has a clinic in LA and she also has one in New York. It's called Take Care. And Um, She has some amazing uh, practitioners, Julie and Alejandro, and also her sister Tess in New York. So it's Take Care New York. They have a salon there. And uh, the microcurrent facial just blew my blew my mind. My friends, um, Bobby and Erin and Olive, uh, they just had a little baby recently. Um, they came to visit me during my book launch and they gifted me, I did this whole cheese tasting for them and they really liked it. But anyway, they gifted me this session with Tess in New York. And I was at the end of my tour, just completely strung out, exhausted. And I went over there and Tess gave me a treatment. And I think it was only 60 minutes. When I walked out, my skin looked so beautiful and I felt like I had had a four hour massage. Now, mind you, there is none of the normal facial routines with this type of system. There is no squeezing or extractions or steaming or masks. It's simply these currents that are um, run and, and sort of run along your face, the contours of your face And it did something to my energetic system. It must work on the parasympathetic because I literally was, I was just so relaxed. It was shocking. So since then I've done a few other treatments with Sadie. I'm also pretty psyched because she has all the Ayurvedic treatments um, that she's well versed in. So I'm looking forward to collaborating with her in many, many ways. And um, we did a photo shoot together, which was really super sweet. And Leia took some amazing, amazing shots. And um, Sadie went ahead and gave me a 20% discount for my listeners. So if you go to takecare.com. Um, oh, no, it's not that. I think it's Take, uh, take Care Skin. Hold on. I got to do this. This is really bad. Oh it's takecarebody.com. Thank you. I'm glad I looked at that. And then the code I want to give you guys is uh, take care no shri take care s r i take care and you can get 20% off of all the, her treatments in LA and New York. And you can if you don't live in LA or New York, I know you guys um she's actually developing this self massage that I'm super excited to know about that anyone can do anywhere and I'm going to be sharing that with you as soon as she comes out with it but you can also order these products and these products are made like I said in a very high vibration way they're very pure and they literally lift the quality of your skin through like a spiritual energetic. It's quite miraculous. I was at her home actually last night, and she was teaching something called the embryonic breath, which is where um, we actually go back um, beyond a breath of like a Qigong or a yoga, and we Go into a breath that we experienced in the womb. And this was taught to her by one of her teachers, and it's extremely rejuvenating. So I'm very excited about what Sadie has to teach and offer. And I'm very, very interested in beauty and self care. That is about this higher vibration experience. So this is no toxins, no botox, no you know, no surgery, no fillers, none of that. And it's really a perfect complement to a plant-based lifestyle, to a lifestyle of eating, you know, animal product-free. Um, however, I do want to make an announcement and, and let you guys know that I am using uh, medicinal ghee. That means that in ceremony, I take ghee internally, um, just on a spoon. And the reason for that is that I'm in an exploration of my migraines. And um, I have to look at my whole life collectively. I am not saying that I believe we need to eat dairy products. Um, Swami Vidya Dishananda, for years, has been promoting a vegan lifestyle with some medicinal ghee. Um, so it is my process. I healed myself of my of my cyst in my neck, which was the size of a golf ball, using um, some ghee, so uh, and Ayurvedic protocol, herbs, and all that. So that's something that is very um, is part of the system. And uh, once again, as I've always said, I don't like isms or boundaries, and so um, I have to do what's right for me in the moment. And for right now, I'm in that exploration. I will share with you honestly and transparently how that shakes out for me. And right now, I am getting a pristine brand that I pay, you know, premium for, um, so that I try to get it in the most sustainable way that I possibly can. I also am working, uh, you know, to. Um, Support cows and to free cows from their slaughter and their lives on this planet, which is why I wrote This Cheese is Nuts. And I'm in the process of taking meetings for commercialization. And so that is going to be uh, a very global uh, love offering that I have entered into with mm-hmm. them. And so uh, I also feel that ingesting this ghee is part of aligning myself with them. So at any time, if I do not need it anymore, I will not take it. But this is what I mean by the difference of just eating out of gluttony. Um, or eating because you medicinally need a nutrient or need something. So um, anyway, just wanted to let you guys know that. So I know this has been a little bit of a long entry into the healing practice today, but I felt like I needed to address this um, within the podcast. So um, let's go ahead and take a small little break and get yourself comfortable. And let's go ahead and enter into the sexual healing 2.0. So let's come into unity here as we take all of our awareness into the present moment. Let us place our awareness in our heart space, in the place where we first feel that first inkling. Let us ignite a a vortex of light that is around us 360 degrees. Let's begin by imagining a beautiful lotus form in the center of the heart, See this lotus opening and expanding, moving. It is a living, breathing organism. And taking some inhales and some exhales, just remind your body that you are safe and held, that all is well in this present space and time. Let us go ahead and take our awareness deep into our heart. And let's see this lotus start to expand. Let's allow it to start to grow as it gets larger and larger. Let it go ahead and set up around us 360 degrees. And let's set our intention for this healing, for this sexual healing 2.0. Let this be the beginning of a new seed of intention, of a new way of interacting with our fellow humans for the purposes of sexual intimacy, love, connection, uh, passion. All of these are beautiful qualities of sexuality and are what it means to be a divine human. Uh, Sometimes uh, sexual energy can be a divine act if entered into it with the right intention, and above all, with only consenting adults. So as we take our awareness into our heart and we see ourselves seated inside this lotus, let us feel the celebration, the opportunity that we are standing here in this moment, how glorious that this Lower vibration is being brought into sight so that we can see it for what it is. We can recognize our own participation in it at varying levels, various levels, at different stages of our lives, and simply accept responsibility and take uh, responsibility and power for being creators of our experience. Um, We are universal creators and we came into this body to experience light in different forms. All these experiences are part of our mastery. That includes experiences we label as joyful as well as experiences we label as destructive. So coming into our awareness, let's release our belly and let's feel our body get very, very transparent. So the most, more transparent you can get, the more light you can hold. And the more transparent you can get, the more you can release. So let's just be very transparent with ourselves right now. It seems to be a powerful way to be in life. Let's just become transparent And with your awareness, starting at the crown of your head, with your inner vision, let's scan our body. Just take your vision as if your inner eye, your inner awareness, your intuition was like an x-ray machine. And let's go ahead and scan your body. Drawing that x-ray vision down around your head, around your neck, your shoulders your body you may feel your body actually straightening up as you do this as you become in touch with the frequency it actually embodies your form and suddenly the spine is quite straight so you may have felt that shift of consciousness as you take your awareness to look deep within your transparent body and we are searching for any sexual imbalances It doesn't matter where these imbalances come from. It doesn't matter if you pick them up or you receive them as some trauma or they're there and you don't know why they're there or you received some uh, energy from someone else or if they come from other lifetimes, other systems. So it starts to get very dense once you get into the belly and then start moving down into the sex organs so i'm going to ask now that everybody imagine that you shroud yourself in an emerald cloak of light so we're going to pull this emerald frequency around us 360 degrees we're going to ask our higher self to please check for any weaknesses or any um compromised areas in the field and please fortify these completely amplifying this frequency this is a frequency we use when we eradicate uh, sexual attachments so that's something for you guys to work with but this will keep you clear so now I'm just going to designate the south portal at Jai this is my vortex and this is going to be the space where we clear these frequencies where we bring them Uh, through the portal, we, we eradicate them from our bodies and we will allow them transit into the heart of the mother. And so what I would like to do is just collectively take all of our sexual organs, whether you're male or female, and I would like to activate the transparency in this part of our bodies. And I would like to state... I rescind any and all participation with any energies pertaining to lack, fear, or separation of any kind. I rescind any and all participation in any contracts I have taken with any sexual deviant behaviors of violence, manipulation, seduction, or uh, power control of any kind. I rescind any and all participation in any programs of sexual uh, abuse or power um, connected to any other individual without their consent. I rescind any and all participation in the human collective of succubus energies that are sucking and preying off of other sexual energies." I rescind any and all participation in any acts of sexuality that are not rooted in divine expression. I rescind any and all participation in this human paradigm of prince, princess, victim, victimizer, rescue, rescuer. Please clear these energies from my body, my heart, my spirit blueprint, my sexual organs. Please take these energies out through the South Portal at Jai. Let this be a collective clearing of sexual imbalance throughout all timelines, all dimensions, all realities, and the void. Please release your belly and see inside your entire pelvic cavity a fire ignite, which is the light of the celestine fire. And please allow this to burn through any imbalances, any deviations from the divine sexual creative spiritual energy allow this to get brighter and brighter and allow this to go ahead and overcome any energy that is not in the highest alignment with our christiac blueprint the original blueprint of the divine human now start to release any cording release any fibers or fragments and we're going to ask the bronze energy to please move these energies out through the south portal completely contained we're taking our awareness back to our emerald cloak again that we are completely covered we are completely encapsulated and let's go ahead and allow this to move through the south portal please just go ahead and ignite that celestine fire to transmute and burn away any filaments still remaining. And let's go ahead and ask that these energies be given transit and be returned into the heart of the mother. We ask the aqua mother arc to be there to receive these energies for transit. Taking our awareness back into our sexual organs let us ask that this clearing be taken through all timelines all realities all dimensions and the void please take this healing through my entire ancestral line backwards and forwards please take this healing through the hologram please take this through the time matrix Please anchor, lock, and seal the reality of divine sexuality in and throughout my entire blueprint. Please collapse all portals leading back to my energy field. I activate my boundary of my lotus energetic container in complete strength and power. The boundary of my energetic container is so powerful, it is beyond penetration. It cannot be compromised. So I would also like to ask for a return to rightful owner of all of my body parts, fragments, energies that have been separated from me or taken from me Please return these energies to me now for complete integration, harmonization, and pure resonance. I commit to serve my source, which is my authentic blueprint. I commit to sacred sexuality. That means in alignment with my being, what feels right to me that is consenting, natural, free, creative. As we activate this new possibility, let us contemplate what would sexual encounters look like if we met our beloved as a divine being. Sex is passionate and deep and expressive and creative. It is part of what it means to be a human being. And so let us experience this sexuality as a free creativity, free of suppression, free of deviations, authentically aligned to who we are. Let's allow the body to relax. I'm going to ask that in the coming days, weeks, months, years, that we open our awareness. Please connect all organic light fibers. Please increase the communication so that we may start to begin to learn new ways of interacting in divinity and this does not have to be a tantric sexual practice it can be a dance of authenticity between two consenting adults it does not matter the sexuality preference race gender or where you come from we are all earthlings And our divine place in sexuality is one of true creativity, responsibility, love, compassion, and high vibrational interactions. So let us understand that ultimately we need nothing outside of ourselves to sustain us. Each life force comes with enough energy to fulfill itself. Your source is no other. Your joy is no other. It is within your own heart, your own blueprint. So let me ask that we go ahead and seal all the portals. Leading back into this space. Make sure that all the energy has been given transit. And all is cared for. All must be cared for. So as we activate our lotus in beautiful radiance. Feel our self contained. In the pure creativity. Natural sexuality. Sexuality. ...of what it means to be a spiritual being having a human experience. I look forward to seeing how our new way of expressing sexuality and intimacy arrives for us. And I encourage you to take this awareness with you into your next encounter. An expanded awareness that you can start to step into and embody. It may begin simply with an offering of flowers before the intimacy. It may expand into truly feeling the other being as divine in every touch, kiss, gesture. These are some techniques And I'm sure we will be sharing more in the coming weeks, months, years. So it is in deep devotion and love that I offer this technique, this perspective to you. I want you to make sure that you take what works for you and leave the rest. It's not necessary that you agree with everything I offer. Find your own way your experience into yourself, into remembering your divinity will be unique to you and you alone. You are the one you've been waiting for. So until next time, I'm sending you all so much love and grace. And please remember that even if no one else believes in you, that I believe in you to find your way home into living your most authentic life. How could it be otherwise? You are a divine emanation of a creative force that is magnificent. I look forward to seeing you expressed on this planet and being a part of the light movement that is awakening consciousness everywhere. Namaste.
1: Ever since I was a little girl I've been